News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Inflation and the cost of living continues to rise. Is the government doing enough to protect Irish people from this crisis? Uh, we're joined by Pierce Doherty, Sinn Féin spokesperson on finance. Pierce, you want an emergency budget. Tell us why and tell us what should be in it. Well, I think right across the state, we're seeing that uh, low and middle income families are really, really um, pushed to the pin of the collar. Many of them, we even have a, a survey out this morning, Shane, from Permanent TSB, which shows that 62% of people feel that they're going to have to cut back on food spending over the coming year in response to the, the sharp price rises that we're seeing. And it's not just now in the energy sector, which has obviously got the, the largest price increases and petrol and diesel obviously yeah. going back up close to two euro. But we're also seeing food, we're seeing clothing. Yeah, uh, no, and therefore, I, think, I think we know that. Respond. Yeah, what, so how should they respond in your view? Well, they should respond by bringing forward a mini budget. Uh, they should re- respond by making sure, for example, that those who are dependent on core social welfare rates are inflation proof. That means that those rates need to increase and they need to increase now. They cannot wait till October or indeed to January, usually when rates uh, are, are, are changed. Uh, they need that support now. We need to have targeted supports for low and middle income. So we believe that there should be cost of living cash payments. And that cash payment would take the form of 200 euro to uh, every individual that has an income below 300 or sorry 30,000 euro and 100 euro for uh, incomes uh, between 30,000 and 60,000 euro and that's directly uh, cash payments to support uh, individuals in terms of the meeting the needs but there's also other type of supports that we need we've long argued that we need to re- reduce excise duty further on petrol and diesel we need to take excise duty completely off home heat and oil well it's not as much pressure now as we're coming into um, better weather um, but there's still the, okay. it's still an additional cost on individuals and we need to have targeted measures particularly on renters where we've argued uh, for many years now that we need to actually put a month's rent back into renters pockets by uh, at a refundable tax credit and uh, that would put up to 1500 euro into renters pockets so they're just a number of measures okay. we've outlined have you costed a them? number of others yeah they're all costed the H- whole package comes to about 1.4 uh, billion euro many of the measures Shane are one off so they're not recurring and um, you know they're not permanent expenditure they're actually to, to deal with the cost of living crisis that we have now. Uh, some of them, for example, the, uh, the renter's tax credit would last for three years. Excise duty would be more, um, would be, would be, wouldn't be permanent. It would be just for a period and would be assessed till we see where petrol and diesel and home heat and oil prices are. Um, but the, the other, pri- other measures such as social welfare rates obviously would be permanent increases. Okay. Uh, 1.4 billion cents doesn't sound like a lot for all that you're doing in terms like giving renters back money, cutting excise duty, cost of living cash payments and so changing social welfare rates. That one point four billion sounds a little bit on the low side for that, if you don't mind me saying. Well, look, you know, many could argue that we could go further, but we believe that the type of uh, No, but I'm just wondering have you added up to something's right? Oh no, the sums are added completely right. They're costed by the Department of Finance, and the the, the issue here is obviously that th- some of these are are temporary, and uh, some they're not permanent. And remember, you're talking about introducing measures in the middle of the year, and uh, so that's not a that's you know the, the cost. For this year is that is is that amount? Uh, obviously, if you were to start uh, introducing these on the first of January, then the cost would be higher. So I think that's maybe where uh, you're looking at the, okay. the cost. But it's one point four billion, and the key thing is it's one point four billion that's been put into uh, people's pockets. It's one point four billion that is to support a targeted investment for low and middle income families, and that's the type of support that we need at this point in time. Now, if the government was here, they would say we have put two point four billion euro into people's pockets. Uh, they've done a, a range of measures. I don't need to list them all. 
off here. I think we all know what they are at this stage. Yeah. Cutting excise duty, cutting VAT, uh, credits, uh, public transfer cuts. And they also say, we also have plans to introduce measures on childcare and public transport to help alleviate the cost there. Look, and we acknowledge what, what what the government have done. Indeed, we've argued for so, some of these measures. So, for example, the the reduction uh, to nine percent in terms of uh, VAT on energy bills. We've been arguing that since back in September, October of last year. We think that the government should be still trying to engage further with the Commission to bring that right down to zero. It would cost about one hundred and sixty million to the end of the year. They're the type of initiatives I would be doing if I were Finance Minister today. Um, but if you listen to other groups, um, you know that are advocating for those uh, who are uh, on lower middle incomes, they will tell you that not enough has been done. If you're listening to St. Vincent de Paul, if you're listening to Social Justice Ireland, if you're listening to uh, frontline groups in terms of uh, uh, one-parent one families, they're telling you that, that there's not enough been done. If you listen to people right across the state, and as I said, the, 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 the survey... Well, Piers, people always say, people always say not enough has been done. Like, there is a reality here as well. This is, there is a war happening in Europe, and there is there, no government can offset the cost of that war in Europe and for example the cost it has on energy prices and on food prices there simply isn't enough money in the exchequer to offset those increases. I, I agree with you 100% and we've consistently said to, to, to the government that the government can't insulate for everybody from the cost of inflation which yes has been turbocharged by the, 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 the war in Ukraine but there's also other factors here but what government can do what government must do what government has a responsibility to do is shield those the best that they can from these price increases so in my view there is absolutely no justification for those people who are dependent on social welfare rates that the government has just allowed them to become poorer this year than they were last year, that they continue to have to struggle either to put food on the table uh, or to meet the, 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 the costs of electricity. So, sorry, remind us, how much should social welfare rates go up by the... What well, you, social, welfare rates in, social welfare incre- uh, rates increased in last year's budget by 2.5%. Uh, inflation is going to be 62 on average this year. So therefore, they would have to increase in the region of over €7 Euro for their core social welfare rates to meet, uh, just to meet inflation. That means that people wouldn't be any better off yeah. or wouldn't be any no, worse And off I can see the argument for that, but sorry, I have to come back to you. And I don't want to be pedantic about this. That's, that definitely is going to cost more than €1.4 billion Euros to do that. No, it's not. Um, it, 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 it's not like you can have this argument. I can send you all the uh, the costings of these measures. That's not a problem. But let's not argue about costing. These are done by the Department of Public Expenditure, by the Department yeah. of Finance. No, sorry, but it's the just the social welfare bill is what? It's something like two, it's twenty billion plus a year. So, We're talking about increasing that by seven percent. Uh, like I just, I'm, we're, I'm just. We're talking about increasing working age weekly social welfare rates by an additional seven and a half, seven euro fifty would cost 194 million euro between okay. now and the end of the year. Right. As I said, the the the, and the next year it would cost what. Four hundred million or something. It would it? cost. Obviously, you're talking yeah, about yeah. introducing a okay. measure at the middle of the year. So the, the key thing here isn't about the costings are right. The costings come from the okay, department. Okay, no, so right, the, okay. That's not the issue. The issue here is whether government should intervene. We've seen, for example, in Britain, well, they have intervened. Yeah, no, but intervene further because it's clear that people are not being shielded. Uh, not everybody can be shielded. No, but more needs to be done. We've well, we spent more proportionally than in Britain. Has spent what fifteen billion? We spent two point four billion. We've spent proportionally more, have we not? But listen, look. I don't want to have an argument with numbers, but government are wrapping up last year's budget, which is the normal budget as a cost of measure increase. Last year's budget, the government thought that inflation was running at 2%. They're, they're, you know, you can 
you can use numbers in any way to shoot you, uh, to, to suit your aims. The reality is the people listening to your show, the vast majority of them are feeling the pressure and needing additional support. Not everybody can be completely shielded, but more needs to be done. And, you know, we had the Tanisha, we had the Tisha saying, you know, Britain isn't and Britain isn't. The Conservatives, the Tory government in, in Britain aren't the shining example. But they did announce yesterday, for example, people with disabilities will be getting £800 mm. pounds sterling uh, support. Uh, those on, on low income, £650 sterling. Uh, households, £400 sterling. You know, so the, okay. the, the, there's a lot of supports that are being done. And it's an example of what needs to be done here. And we've been calling for months for more intervention. Uh, and that's what's required. And there is space to do this. We've okay. heard from the central bank. We've heard from others. We are over €6 billion Euro better off than we were at the t- this time, um, uh, sorry, at the time of framing the budget in October. There is space to make further interventions. Right, and as I said, what we need to do is targeted supports for those who most need it. And that's workers and families and low and middle incomes. Pierre Starley, Sinn Féin spokesperson on finance. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.